One, two, three. Welcome to Highest Potential with Dr. Steve Pettit, a podcast that explores how Bob Jones University empowers individuals to reach their highest potential for God's glory. Welcome back to my office for a new episode of our podcast. I'm here today with Sarah Rumpf. Sarah, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, we, we're kind of like uh, two months into the semester. So how are students at Bob Jones University doing right now? I think we're doing well, but I would say we're a little tired. I think tiredness is setting in. I think I think the good old perseverance is having to kick in. Absolutely. And uh, especially for our freshmen, uh, they're probably not used to this kind of longevity and pressure. Yep. So, and how are you doing? I'm your... doing well. I feel the same as many students, good but tired. Yeah, well, you're a senior, so you, you're, you're just an old pro at this. So uh, last week we had uh, our senior picnic and uh, tell us about that event, what what we did that day. Yeah, it was so fun. Uh, it was down in the activity center, as you know, um, and y'all catered Henry's Barbecue, which was so good. Um, Henry's is a local barbecue shop and um, you guys served homemade barbecue and then uh, mac and cheese and coleslaw. And then we also had ice cream truck, which came. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was great. I had uh, cookies and cream and it was really, really good. Well, you can't, I mean, South Carolina picnic equals barbecue. So uh, yeah, I loved it. The coleslaw our, was great. And our senior class, they're kind of from all over the world. So we want to definitely make sure that they get good old fashioned South Carolina culture. Yes. Before we graduate. Absolutely. So, um, there, there were other things that we did. What were some of the other things? Yeah. So we also had the BJU grass playing, which was a really nice addition kind of, uh, added to the Southern theme for the evening. Um, and then we were able to just, um, hang out together as a class and just spend some quality time with friends. So when you come to your senior year, I mean, you know, I think like any school, you start out as a freshman class and you don't know people. And then uh, what happens over the period of the next few years in relationships? Yeah. So it was funny because my roommates and I were actually talking about this this week because we were reminiscing of when we first came as freshmen and how uh, we were overwhelmed and we kind of felt like I'm never going to have, you know, close friends. And it's cool to see how God has provided great friends throughout the years and how, you know, your circle might have gotten smaller, but the relationships have just gotten so much deeper. Yeah, that's kind of typical. You you start out your freshman year and it's very broad and a little shallow. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's, it's every year you get progressively closer to your friends. That's so. absolutely correct. And I think it's pretty, pretty nostalgic to realizing that, before you know it, you're going to be graduating and college career is over with. And yet it, when you first start, you think it's so far away. And here you are at that very point of graduation. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be so sad graduating because of friends. Yeah. This year's class has been, uh, you know, just personally, I I think it's been a great senior class. I think, I think because everyone in this class has to bear the weight of the COVID COVID suffering. <laughs> um, I, I think it's it's affected the class in, in a lot of positive ways. What are some of those ways you think it's affected the class? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of unity in our class. Uh, everyone was just so excited to head back to school this semester and 
jump right into senior year and just pick up right where we left off. Um, and so I just see a lot of seniors still involved in a lot of things, which um, you have the tendency to kind of say, oh, well, I've, you know, I've been here for four years, you know, I'm comfortable here. But you don't really see that with our class for the most part. You see a lot of seniors still heading out to events and um, still loving, you know, Bruins and um, just loving our student body. Yeah, you know, when it's interesting to me when I think of the fact that that our student body and, and, and our seniors in particular really have a lot of things that they could complain about in comparison to a year ago. And yet it seems like with with the restrictions, with having to follow the protocols for COVID-19, for some of the limitations that have come, it actually seems like they're happier. And I've often thought about the fact that gratitude covers a multitude of sins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when people are thankful, it makes everything good. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's that's what's so encouraging to me about this this senior class this year. So the senior picnic is something that's historical. So uh, what do you know about the history of the senior picnic? So I don't know much, to be perfectly honest. All I know is that for the past four years, every time the senior picnic rolls around, I'm like, I wish I could go because that barbecue looks really good. Well, so. the, the history, of course, is begins with the Jones family. And yeah. um, uh, for many, many years, the seniors would go over to the to the home of the Jones family, uh, which is in the uh, corner of the campus. And uh, for many of them, that would be the only time that they would be able to go into the house. Interesting. So they would go there and it was an open house. And then they would have uh, food outside and everybody would be able to uh, greet the Jones family. Cool. And it's really cool because I think I'm so grateful for the Jones family and the, and the wonderful work that they've done, uh, at the school over the years. When I came as the president, uh, I didn't live in the Jones house. So, uh, my situation was it, you really, it really, you couldn't come over to my house cause I lived on back campus for a short period of time. So we moved it to the activity center and really focus our attention on, uh, the meal itself and then picture taking and mm-hmm. just connecting with everyone. And then also providing good old South Carolina barbecue. So absolutely. And then, and then of course we brought in the uh, bluegrass group. Mm-hmm. So because barbecue equals bluegrass in South <laughs> yeah. Carolina. So it, it's a, it's a fun event and I'm really thankful we're able to do it. And, and especially to be able to honor our seniors and the great spirit they've, they've had here at school. Well, this past week was Bruins Spirit Week and virtual homecoming. And we had lots of events like the Bruins games, uh, the first artist series of the year, the world's most unusual game show, virtual reunions and a student led fundraiser. And today I've invited Judas Smith and Allie Zimmer, who are our student body presidents, to come by my office so that they can share more about this past week. Well, good afternoon, Judah and Allie. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. Great. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. So we just uh, finished a big Bruin Spirit Week. And uh, I, I think everybody's a little tired right now. <laughs> Actually, this weekend was very relaxing. But on Friday night, yes, I'm very tired. <laughs> so this week, because typically in our in our university, we would have a fall break and students would have about four days off. We don't have that. So 
this year? What, what What's happening this week? Everybody's fired up. Oh, well, we get a day of rest, which we, is very exciting. Yeah, I think it's going to be a day of crash and burn. Everybody's just going <laughs> to drag out of bed by supper time or something like that. Well, uh, Judah and, and Allie, we so appreciate the work you guys do as student body presidents. And, and uh, I love working with you guys and, and see the passion that you have for the student body. And so last week was our Bruin Spirit Week. So tell us, tell us a little bit about the week. But let's start with the big question. Why do we do something like this? And why is it important for our students? Sure. Um, I think it's really important at this time in the semester, especially this year in the middle of um, COVID and, and all the restrictions that it places on our student body, to have a week where we can really focus on the fun and the community that we enjoy at college. And you get a bit of that the first week of school when you get to see everyone and mm-hmm. you get to be together again. And there's a lot of fun and excitement. But by the middle of October, by the first week of October, the school grind is moving along and, and you're in a gridlock of assignments and, and you just need a breath of fresh air. And that's really what we wanted to do for the students. And of course, it's, it's, it's typically during homecoming. Typically during homecoming. And this week was a little bit different. We What did we call it? Homestaying. Homestaying, yeah. Uh, because so much of the of the week was virtual and we weren't able to really have folks come onto the campus. Uh, so tell me about the week. What what were in and tell me why it's so important it's student led as well. Um well for a couple events that we had, um one of the big things that I really enjoyed, we had a prayer and worship night um out on the activity center fields and um students were just able to come out. We had a time of prayer and just reading scripture and singing. And that was really nice. We had a decade day. It's particularly um, <laughs> nice since we were not able to sing. In exactly. The exactly. So that was a blessing. Um, we had a decade day and we were actually really impressed with how many students uh, participated in that. We had So a, tell me about decade day. What does that mean? Okay. So for decade day, um, we just had like a competition for students to dress up with and any decade that they preferred. So like 20s, 40s, 50s, we had a lot of 80s. Um, so that was really fun. Like we had a really large participation, which was really exciting. And were so. there awards for? Yeah, we gave $50 to the first place winner, $25 to the second place and 15 to the third place winner. So. And and they've already been chosen and picked? Yep, we've yeah. already given them an award. Yeah. Okay. Pearson Johnson wore his Letterman jacket that his dad wore. Nice. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, it nice. was very funny. Was funny. Go, <laughs> should definitely go nice, check it out. Nice. Very nice. So, and then, uh, of course, I think we showed uh, the new Sheffy. Yes. Yes. And uh, I think Tuesday night was what? Uh, we, we showed Overcomer. Overcomer and we uh, And, of course, a former Bob Cates. Jones student was in that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jack, Jack Sterner mm-hmm. was in that. Very good. And then uh, coming into the weekend, tell me about it. Well, we we had most of our events planned for Friday and Saturday, actually. So we had on Friday, we had a big student-led chapel plan for Alumni Stadium where we were going to get the whole student body together and we were going to finally sing for the first time since March as a whole student body. So that was going to be very exciting. Um, but we had to postpone that partly because of rain and some other issues. But um, we're looking forward to hopefully doing that tomorrow on Tuesday and just moving it up a, a couple days. Yeah, the, so, w- the weather's been kind of shaky because of the <laughs> hurricane that coming out of Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. And the other events? Uh, Allie? 
Um, so we also had planned um, a couple soccer games, which did take place. And we had a picnic um, down on the lower fields. Um, and then there were, we have a color run, um, but that was postponed. But we are going to be setting a date for that shortly. Um, and there was also a faculty staff car wash, um, but that will also be postponed. So dates will be coming for that soon. Okay, very good. So a big, a big deal during the uh, homecoming week is a student-led fundraiser. So tell us about that and what, why this is such a big deal. Sure. So our community service council takes that initiative every year. They look for a, an organization that Bob Jones can partner with and that students would be really excited about. So our director... Uh, Abby Rocha this year did an excellent job finding a great organization, Rice Bowls, mm. which is a faith-based organization that has homes and facilities across the world, especially in India and places in Africa. Um, and they provide meals for orphans, for children that um, need need food, and then it enables them to get education and improve their their lives in those locations. And connects them with the gospel too in a church, which is just an amazing opportunity. So how can you, how do you, how do you sense what the students would be excited about? That's a good question. I, and I, and again, this is our community service council who, who put this all together. Um, but I think in our own, our spheres of influence, we hear different things that people are excited about. And it, it is interesting when you have different people in leadership, there's different emphasis on different Christian organizations. So for instance, I'm in medicine. So things that um, are along the pro-life vein of fundraising, I get very excited about. Mm -hmm. Anything that has to do with medical missions, I'm all in because I know about those and I'm excited about those. Right. Abby is a um, education major. So she obviously is very invested in the lives of children. And so I'm sure something like Rice Bowls plucks at her heartstrings in a way and um, gets her attention. So it's it's great that we have a diversity of leaders at Bob Jones that that have their that are tuned to specific different fundraising opportunities. Right. And I think that's valuable to have on a team. And how about you, Allie? Because your background's a little different. Um, well, I, I also, I would say, so I grew up overseas internationally. So I love um, being able to see how we can, even from America and from a different point of view, we can still um, reach people all around the world. And I think that's why Rice Bowls is really fun because we are reaching into different communities and different cultures and places that we may never even go. Um, but we're still able to have a part and play a role in these kids' lives mm. and share the love of Christ with them, even though we might not be there physically. Mm. And I think that's really special. Well, since we're just uh, a little past the midway point of the year, and uh, I think it would be really good for people to hear from you guys about how you're viewing the semester from the students' eyes in light of the COVID-19, because uh, we've been here now, uh, like I said, already eight weeks. And uh, I'd like to, you know, when, when you hear it from the administration point of view, we're going to bring it at a particular point. But hearing it from a student's point of view and having to follow the protocols and then maybe hearing reports or what your concerns would be or what's the overall spirit of the students. So I'd love to hear it from you guys. For sure. Yeah, I think the overall spirit of the students has been overwhelmingly positive since day one. And again, like I mentioned earlier, everyone was just so excited to see each other for the first time when we all came back in August. And um in a way, you know, that that's always hard to maintain, especially when 
you are dealing with school and very busy schedules too. Um, but for the most part, I think the majority of students have a very grateful and humble attitude about the situation. We, I mean, I don't think we have very many issues at all with people not complying with the rules we've set in place for health and safety. Yeah, it seems like yeah. people have been like, yeah, whatever we need to do. Yeah. Attitude. Yeah. I mean, people forget from time to time. I know. I, sure. I forget from time to time, but it's nothing intentional and it's nothing malicious or <laughs> rebellious. <laughs> do you think, do you think, uh, and the primary motivation behind their being pretty compliant is what? Well, I think that they, I think everybody knows that the risk of going home is really great. And we really, I think we have a great student body and we love our university. Mm -hmm. And I think that the experience online is not the same as being mm -hmm. in person. And so I think that people remember from last semester what it was like to leave and people don't want to go through that again because we love being together. We love our faculty. We love being in chapel all together. And so I think that's a really big motivator for students is just remembering why we're here and also why we have these protocols in place. So are there any underlying fears among the students or do you hear any conversation on that about where things are right now? Yeah. I mean, we all have friends that go to different universities or we know family members in different states. And if you look at how those universities are doing, some of them are closing. Some, uh, I think in Delaware, closed permanently. And, you know, so we see those headlines and we, we hear from our friends that things aren't going well. And so that's, that's a little disturbing. But what we see at Bob Jones is so different, I think, than what many other colleges are experiencing because our administration and our, our health uh, professionals here have put in so much work on the front end of things over the summer. They worked tirelessly constructing um, procedures that would allow us to get this far and further. Um, I think there's a lot of confidence in the way we're doing things and that relieves a lot of fears. Um, so even though circumstances are different in different places at Bob Jones, things are going very well. Well, and I think also we have a lot of confidence because it's it's really a blessing to be at a Christian university because we all have that confidence in our in our Lord as well. So regardless of what happens, we know that it's according to God's plan. And mm -hmm. I think that as believers, we have a really huge advantage there throughout all of this really uncertain yeah. times. So looking forward, um, and um, I'm not, I'm not I'm not projecting any realities in this question, but. What's is there in being conversation about well, like if we get through the semester, how how what are the expectations for what next semester is going to look like? I think it's been really I don't think there's a lot of expectations at all right now. Yeah. I feel like everybody's just kind of taking it day by day, which I think is really good because everything's really uncertain. And I think that's just kind of become like a new normal for people is you just kind of expect things to be canceled or postponed or changed. And that's just like how life is right now. Mm. And I think the flexibility and that mindset is really healthy in this time. So, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'll ditto that. I don't think many people are thinking about <laughs> second semester right now. Well, I think I think the spirit of of uh, gratitude um, is like it's kind of like huge, you know, because to me, there's more to complain about if, if you're in the complaining. Mm -hmm. And yet there seems to be a is happy or happier spirit, I think, because they're grateful. And then I think mm -hmm. they're just flexible. Mm -hmm. So their expectation levels are are probably fairly well curbed. 
So I have a question. This is from my perspective. So when I make announcements about where we are and how many how many have tested positive, what what's what's what goes through your head if you hear like an increase or does it create fear or we got to clamp down or or it's just the way it is? Mm, I mean, to me, I think the most we've heard today was 17 students today, which is more than usual, but still in my mind processing that it's like, oh, we're doing fine. 17 students. That's not 400 students. You know, that's still a very <laughs> small percentage of our student body. I mean, obviously, when we see trends going up, it does. And I think this is true of most students. It makes us think twice about, mm -hmm. you know, how we're doing with our masks, how we're doing with washing hands, you know, just being honest and diligent with our reporting on the app, too. Mm -hmm. So it definitely reinvigorates our desire to want to do well and want to stay in person on class. One of the things I've been impressed with is that the, our students are sensitive to the way they feel. Mm -hmm. So if they're mm -hmm. feeling something, they're actually a little more apt to go in and get checked because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to ha have, have COVID, you know, and you, mo most all the tests, everybody's coming back as a general mm -hmm. rule, coming back negative. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have some exceptions and most of that is coming from off campus. So when they, wherever they go off campus, it's generally not like it's here. And then suddenly, um, you know, it just kind of pops up here. It's, it's the outside coming in. So we, we seem to be at this point in a groove and hopefully we can stay in this groove and finish out and have a great semester and, um, and really, really look forward to the next semester. So you guys, both of you are seniors mm -hmm. Yep. and, uh, Judy, your plans after graduation. I'm going to take a gap year work and then prepare for med school. So okay. do my application, take the MCAT this summer and then start med school in August of okay. 2022. Okay. Yeah. And Allie? Um, I'm going to stay in the area for a couple of years while I get my master's, um, hopefully in teaching English as a second language. And so, then long term? Um, I, I'm planning on going into missions. So I'd love to like teach internationally, partner with missionaries. And I don't really know exactly, but just praying where the Lord will lead. Well, we, we really appreciate you guys. You've been a great blessing this year and uh, it's been unusual. Y'all have done an outstanding job. So thanks. Thanks for your service. Thank you. Thank you, you, you so much. Yeah, you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Highest Potential with Steve Pettit. Don't forget to find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Mm -hmm.